Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, gamifying charitable giving by democratizing it. So it's a daily game where players select their charity, 25% goes directly to that charity, the rest goes into the pot, and at the end of the day, depending on how much there is in the pot, a winner is selected. Our next guest is a foreign policy expert turned entrepreneur, Rob Sabani. He founded Sparrow, a community giving platform that allows global charitable giving. His vision is to make it fun and easy for individuals to donate to worthy not-for-profits. He got our attention recently with an innovative time with March Madness that we liked for its originality and audaciousness. And we're going to talk with him about how Sparrow works to make not-for-profit giving more compelling, why that's important, and how a foreign policy expert became an entrepreneur in the first place. Rob, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jonathan. I uh, appreciate it. Um, I want to address your last point first. You said, how does an entrepreneur, um, you know, go from academia to entrepreneurship, right? And I'll tell you a little story. I was in Azerbaijan uh, after the collapse of the Soviet Union. The whole healthcare system had fallen apart. And the president said, I need an inoculation for our kids. And so I contacted uh, an oil company that was interested to do business there. We leveraged $100,000 and inoculated all the children in that country. That sparked in me a nugget that said companies that do good can actually benefit, and there's a double bottom line. Mm -hmm. You do good, like Tom's does every time you buy a shoe, and you'll see the rewards. Jeff Bezos is doing it with Amazon Smile. Sparrow started with this notion that if companies truly put giving at the center of their fundamental business, they will see results in the double bottom line. When you say double bottom line, another word I hear to describe this is a conscious capitalism, the idea that if you have a business that focuses on serving the broader community, it actually helps with your branding. It also helps with how people feel about it. I, I heard recently that Companies that practice conscious capitalism actually outperform their peer companies in the S&P, for example. It's, uh, it's very compelling. But how does, how does your company Spiro make this possible, though? So we have six patents, actually, from the patent office, which tells me that we're doing something no one else has done. Okay. Um, and what we do is essentially gamify charitable giving. That's one of our patents. We started off with an e-commerce portal, very similar to Amazon Smile. We can talk about that later. But for now, uh, you start off by talking about March Madness. So what we do is essentially turn the concept of a sweepstakes on its head. Instead of Jonathan and Rob winning the lottery and walking away with $400,000, your wife and I, you, you yeah, know, we, they'd be happy, they'd yeah, be sure. happy. But instead of 400000 going to Jonathan and Rob, 360 may go to charities, only 40 of that goes to Jonathan and Rob. So it's a daily game where players select their charity, 25% goes directly to that charity, the rest goes into the pot, and at the end of the day, depending on how much there is in the pot, a winner is selected. Why did we settle on this model very briefly? Today in America, the top 12% of charities take in 86% of all the dollars. Mm -hmm. I want to repeat that. The top 12% take 86% of all the dollars. We want with Sparrow to democratize charity giving. 
Do you think that um, this approach of democratizing charitable giving is made more or less important by the changes that the, uh, the Trump tax cuts made and how people do deductions? Absolutely. You know, each day in America, we give a billion dollars to charitable causes, a billion each day. But that only is from 55% of the population. What we want is to expand that. And so when I mention, for example, the skewing of the 12% taking in 86, I think the tax laws, to the extent that they discourage giving, creates a void. And that's where Sparrow should come in and companies like Sparrow should come in. Because my understanding of the way that not-for-profit giving is traditionally gone is the larger donors are the ones that drive it. As you say, it's the it's the um, 12% getting 86% of the money. But with the changes in deduction rules, those big donors, a lot of them are discouraged. So what's the average size of a donor in one of your competitions or gamifications? So in, in America, the average donation is around $20. The average individual gives 20. We've seen through our platform $50. Um, and it's because we have a system where we also reward people for pl using our platform. So Jonathan, let's say Jonathan goes on our platform, decides to give $100. $25 goes to the Maryland Food Bank. The rest goes into the pot. You get a notice at the end of the day, hey, Jonathan, congratulations. You know, here's your receipt for your money that you gave to the Maryland Food Bank. You're going to get another uh, notice at the end of the day. Hey, Jonathan, congratulations. The Maryland Food Bank won a million dollars. Or, oh, sorry, Jonathan, the Maryland Food Bank didn't win today, but the Nebraska Food Bank won. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then finally, you're going to get another notification if you've played the platform a lot, which says, hey, Jonathan, congratulations. You've played the platform so many times, you just want a trip to go to Paris. So how do you get around the sweepstakes rules? I mean, this sounds like a lottery or something in some ways. Well, we are actually asking users to use our platform. We're not necessarily going out there advertising that we're trying to help charities. This is for users to come to our platform and use our platform. But the fundamental goal, Jonathan, though, is the following. Ford Foundation, Hewlett, how did they start? They started with a massive check from their founders. We want to be able to have a world someday, very soon, where we can wake up and give a check of a million dollars to the Maryland Food Bank so that they don't have to worry about chasing after dollars. This is neat stuff. So, Rob, before I let you go, where do people go online if they want to participate in this community or maybe use it as a way to fundraise? Basically, they go to Sparrow.com, S-P-A-R-O.com, or SparrowPrize.com. Okay, we, you know, we, we're going to try to make it easy for people to come onto our platform. But let me just finish off, Jonathan, by saying we've been able to raise 45,000 meals for the hungry in Maryland. We were able to raise enough donations through our platform to take a little girl called Arwa from the Gaza Strip to Israel and operate on her heart. This is what companies should be doing. You're a rich company if you enrich the lives of others. Completely agree. Rob Sahani, thanks for coming and joining us today. Thanks a lot. Thank you to our sponsor, the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Greater Washington Board of Trade represents leading businesses, nonprofit organizations, and academic institutions and has helped shape the development of our region for over 130 years. Visit boardoftrade.org 
To learn about how a Board of Trade membership can help your organization succeed in this rapidly changing marketplace. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.